0: Hey, Patrons, it's me. I just want to thank you for supporting the show. Couldn't do it without you. I want to say hi. What's up? How you doing? It's, uh, don't know what time it is there, but I hope you're cozy. Thanks thanks for the support. Uh, hey, you've only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast It's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts running through your brain, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, changes in routine, stormy weather, snoring loved ones. Uh, squeaky wheels without the grease or too much grease you know or that l- the lingering scent of grease uh, or you know earworms from the movie grease so I guess this will be a grease themed uh, uh, opening because it's the one you want to, to listen to uh, this is, so this is about cats to put you sleep did I say that we do with the bedtime story yeah uh, we get in bed past play I'm going to do the rest what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place just so where you can set aside that stuff I said that and what well, you all, you need? Okay, I got that. Sorry, also getting mixed up. I guess I get a, I guess maybe I took, like I slipped on some, like I it was like a, I tried to took a, take a turn, a greased turn, which people never talk about greasy turns. Uh, you talk about greasy wheels. What about greasy turns? Because uh, I just went down a greasy turn and then couldn't make the turns. And then I said, well, where did I end up? But I'm gonna try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and the way I'm gonna do that—that's where I'm thats where I'm supposed to be with the intro. Uh, I'm gonna accomplish creating a safe place. I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use lulling, soothing, uh, in in need of grease tones. You know, non like a, You know, there is another word for you know. There is other uses for greasy that are good. But I guess that's a little different than greasy. It's, I wonder if the movie Grease has ever been like. Was there a period? And again, I don't want to get it. Like we'll get. I guess we'll get into it when we get into the intro. But was there? Was it so popular as people said? Wow, that was so greasy. You, that what you just did. My high school was so greasy. It was just like that Australian, uh, like uh, Danny Bonaducci or whatever. Like. Uh, Anyway, before I guess I just uh, disqualified myself from talking about the movie Greece, but I can still talk about Greece. Uh, but some of, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can listen to me, and as I talk, as I ramble, as I miss my turns, and slide on that sweet, sweet grease, as Homer would say. Like, and he said, "Well, now I don't know where I'm going." even even in mo- in moments like this uh, like then you could say well i don't really need to listen to this gentleman super closely your attention i guess i guess the greasy track is a, a don't grease any tracks if you're listening and you're you're involved in any tracks or there's any kids listening don't grease any tracks uh Actually, I was at a bowling alley yesterday, and this was like like they they were greasing. The lanes. I don't know if that's what they call it, but I I think they were greasing the lanes. Also, that could be something. Greasing the lanes. How about that for a band? The greasing the lanes. Uh, greasing the lanes. Okay, so if you're new here, let me just let me just set things up for you. The first five minutes of the show structurally are the like essential part if you're a long-term listener to listen to. In fact, carrying on the show without you listening to it's really hard. So that's like the sponsors. that's how we keep the show free and the archives free. or the call to action like to support the show, value for value. So that part you can listen to. After that, there's usually like a 12-minute intro, which we're into four minutes in, it looks like. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of like a show within a show where I kind of try to explain to new listeners uh, what the show's about, put you at ease, make you feel welcome. Uh, Hopefully, I'll do that uh, because I am glad you're here Uh, and also relieve you of any pressure because you're under no pressure to fall asleep and you're under no pressure to to, um, listen so strange sleep podcasts a sleep podcast podcasts by nature you listen to them. In this case it's a reflective listening. I'll be my voice to eventually be reflecting off your eardrums. And it's a sleep podcast then the fact that it's more of a sleep it's a sleep offering or something out there for you to listen to to either keep you company or to distract you enough and then you just drift off on your own schedule. So we'll do the intro, and then tonight we'll be talking about Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer. Probably maybe some more stuff, because I don't know if I can get 50 minutes of material out of a, one Fearless Flyer. And also I had like a small Fearless Flyer gaffe, but nothing interesting. Ba- ba- here's the spoiler alert. Basically, I lost the uh, a Fearless Flyer between the holidays and the spring one. So blew, I blew it. it small, you know. But uh, w- when you make a sleep podcast, uh, there's not very far to fall uh, other than falling asleep. So I, I dropped the flyer on that one. And it turns out I can't find a freaking place on the Internet that has a PDF. Uh, I mean, it's kind of harder to search your clo- when you're in the climbing closet where I record the show. So if you're new here, you don't need to listen to me, but don't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. And to go back to that grease metaphor, after we do once again, another setup of a grease warning, no greasing tracks. Only stunt people, stunt persons, only Hollywood paid unionized stunt people should be greasing tracks, you know, or unionized track greasers. Like if there is a thing, but you know, that have gone through certifications, uh, and standardized, you know, tests about track greasing. And, you know, there's, like, safety stuff. So don't grease any tracks. This is just a metaphor. Though, if you are, you know, I don't know if Chris Sack is listening or Elon Musk. Probably not. Uh, But if you are, I don't know if this is a sustainable business. But how about, uh, I mean, imagine, I think most, like, a lot of these entrepreneurs, internet entrepreneurs are hitting their 30s. They're starting to start families Sheryl Sandberg, I don't know if you're, you're, I don't know if she listens, maybe, uh, Ariana Huffington, I don't know. Like, uh, like whether you're, you're like a, like, um, like a media mogul, like Ariana is, or Chris Saka, I think he's retired, but, uh, you know, if you have a lot of money, basically, and you want to blow it, uh, and you want to do all the work, what I would like to see is Grease Tracks, uh, You know, they got the bouncy house, uh, indoor bouncy houses. They got the jumping things. So why not uh, have birthday parties at a grease track? Uh, I mean, again, there's a lot of hurt. It's not worth pursuing if there's no obstacles. We could also have grease tracks with obstacles. You could probably do it after dark with adults. Uh, You could use, like, a grease that glows, so that would be... And you say, well, what would they do? Well, you'd have, like, I don't think there should be any standing. I think it's just sliding around on a track of grease. Uh, well, like, there's certain turns where you could, it's harder to stay on the track, and maybe there's, like, an overflow area where you could spin out. So then you're really trying to stay. I don't know. It's weird when you're doing a podcast intro and your business proposals are getting rejected in real time. Even though the podcast episode, but I'm getting my phones blowing up with people saying no. So okay, the grease business won't work. It's a business, but it, you know, for birthday parties and like uh, summer camp, spend your summer at grease track. Spend your summer at a grease track. Uh, I mean, we we could change the name, but I think grease track sound. You know, it it sounds uh homey, You know, down home. Anyway, it is a metaphor. It is a, like a pseudo metaphor for this podcast, because usually, like for me at least, I get in bed my mind's racing. And it, it, even though it doesn't seem like it, because my brain is good at spinning these narratives where I'm the main character, and I'm, I'm the antagonist and the, the protagonist. And whatever the story is, it needs to be solved before I can go to sleep. And it doesn't seem like I'm spinning in a circle, but I am. And it can feel frustrating like that because it's like, well, I just like to stop spinning in a circle. Sometimes this even happens after I fall asleep when my anxiety is really high and you feel like you're spinning in a circle. You say, well, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to get some rest. Uh, but it's like a tight, taut circle. Now, this podcast it greases that track up for you and gives you a chance to slide off that track, just like like the investors, uh, maybe institutional investors uh, I don't actually want to be involved in, it except for the profit side. In the like, as long as I get free free visits. uh, But you know, then at some point, you if the track is greased, at some point you can just slide right off the track. You can stop spinning around. Track will still be there if that part of your brain's like, well, we got it. It'll be there tomorrow to get to it. But you slide off probably into a foam pit. uh, uh, Yeah, definitely into a foam pit. Maybe some balls in there too. And, you know, then on the other side is the cupcakes or whatever the heck the birthday party's having. Doesn't that sound preferable to uh, running around the track? This is kind of what this podcast is. You know, part of it is just a ball pit, a foam pit. That's the uh, content side. And then the uh, artifice side is the grease, uh, maybe. But I, I'm not clear on all that. But, you know, something like that. So let me let me grease up your thoughts. Let me grease up your track and slide you right into sl- the sleep sleep zone. That's the goal of the show, if you're new. doesn't I, I'm not arguing it makes a whole lot of sense. Very few things about the show. It's a paradoxical show. Just like these texts I'm getting saying, what? That's a par- paradoxical that that would ever make any money. And I say, exactly, paradox. paradox, as a matter of fact. That's what I just said. And uh, uh, Ariane Huffington said, again, how did you get this number? Anyway, like, uh, it was not important, not important. Uh, but I guess the important thing is, uh, I make this show to take your mind off stuff and help you fall asleep. doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, it's not supposed to like, it's a different, so you say, well, this other stuff didn't work for me. Will this weird thing work? Or will the visionary business of grease, grease track racing work, you know, or maybe the podcast will just put you to sleep. That would be the great thing. And I've been there sleepless. That's why I make the show. Now, now, uh, give it a few tries. If it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. No reason. You know, there's plenty of other stuff out there to try. But I hope it does help you uh, because I've been there, like I said. I appreciate your time. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. All right. Hey, everybody. So it's time for a Fearless Flyer review. When you're hearing this, of course, it'll be out of date, you know, because I'm, uh, uh, that's why CYA cover my rear end with these Fearless Flyer reviews. Uh, but this one is dated May, 2017. As I said in the intro, I, I had one, let me run through, I barely remember anything about it, but it like, uh, and it will be funny, like I can almost guarantee I'll find it as soon as I get off uh, of uh, recording this episode. But between the holidays in May 2017, I think there was one other Fearless Flyer that came out that I remember. And it was a coffee-themed one. And I don't know any if I haven't looked in this Fearless Flyer to see if there's any coffee-based items in here. But I can tell you that uh, there was a few in the... Uh, um, the whole the whole team was fearless. Like, and I didn't really read through it because uh, I have a couple issues with coffee flavored things. I like them, but I have issue with it, and then maybe I have issue. I don't know. You know, I I got issues, just like the just like I say, and just like uh, the old ninety seven sing. was that Doreen that said that. I don't know who which which song that was, but. Uh, like, like, so. Let me just run through my memories of the the whatever month, the, the, the late winter, fearless flyer, coffee themed one was. But let me lay out my objections, which are mostly based on my own problems. Anyway, of, of coffee flavored items, it, like in in a like, I just thought it was a little intense. uh... Like, here's here's coffee-flavored items I like, but maybe I don't have that much of – when you do coffee-flavored ice cream right, that's good. Coffee, I like cold, cold – I like coffee. Oh, cold-brewed coffee, you know, this is a sleep podcast, so I won't – I don't go in depth, but it, it seems really pricey for me. So, like, for me, even the idea of, like, $2, because, I mean, having a fancy coffee drink is one thing. I'll pay for that, uh, especially if it's, like, the ones that are pretty much like a milkshake or whatever. But uh, usually I take my coffee black, and then at some point we talked about maybe that, uh, like, right around the holidays, they put some creamer in there. So maybe now around my fourth or fifth cup of coffee, I'll have some cre- sweetened creamer and the flavored creamer. It's not even cream. I don't know it's ar- the artificial one with artificial flavors because it tastes, you know, because it tastes good. Um, oh boy, this is like a, this is like a, so I guess that's it. Like, I mean, my main issue is like a, 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 as a sleep podcaster and a person that drinks a lot of coffee and that has like Brent, you know, that, uh, like I, I tend to be like, uh. On this podcast, I use lulling soothing tones, but in my regular life, I don't. So I tend to be pretty high-strung. So I try to cut off my caffeine consumption right around noon on work days. Maybe I'll have some iced tea up until like 2 o'clock, and then after that, I don't like— I try, like, definitely no coffee after like 10 or 11. I think that's another advantage of drinking mostly black coffee is at some point, you know, your mouth gets sick of it, uh— uh, for that day. So then you just say, well, like, especially cause you're heating it up and, coo- you know, I guess we could go, Well, yeah, I don't know if we talked about this in depth, my coffee, it, it might as well if we're, I guess this is coffee talk. Well, the, the, I guess we will have enough material for an episode. So let me just go into my coffee, like a uh, ritual and I feel like I've talked about this before, but just in case, like, so I drink black coffee. I buy my coffee at Trader Joe's. It's five ninety nine a pound for French roast coffee. I don't think you can beat that anywhere. I mean, maybe you can, but uh, and that's ground. I used to have a grinder. I haven't like uh, the, the grinders are really loud, and I like honestly worry that I'm doing something to my hearing. And I wouldn't ne- like there's zero percent chance of me buying bean coffee in a store and grinding it. Now, some listeners have sent me coffee, and, I've you know, that's a gift. So I have brought that to stores and ground it myself. But, uh, like, if I was buying whole bean coffee, I would buy it, then I would get home, and I would need coffee, and I'd realize it was still ground and the beans were full, you know, not ground. So the coffee I drink is Trader Joe's French Roast ground, and usually I try to buy a bag a pound every time I go because then sometimes I'll forget. So then I always have coffee. Yes, I like it. Like I mean, coffee is like a it's a habitual thing or whatever you want to say. I don't want to use the a word, but my body is used to consuming coffee. I think I'd sit on the coffee. I I really like the flavor, and and I'm not like a super coffee. Um, like I can't like I can't really like um. I just don't like burnt coffee and, and like, uh, or, or, or ro- over roasted. Not, not, not that it's dark, but, you know, when you, uh, you burn a roast or scorch it or whatever, and then you're still, still selling that. that. Trader Joe's have never had that problem with this French roast. Uh, I've never made a cup of coffee and been like, oh boy, this is going to be like, I'll still drink it. But, uh, but here's a couple other things. I, I know I've talked about this now, but, uh, so usually, so I had a coffee. I've had two different coffee makers, like the old school, uh, like our filter coffee makers. At some point, I think my second coffee maker may have broken or maybe not, but, uh, or maybe the pot bro- broke. But I moved to a French press and I'm on my second French press now. Uh, this one's a metal, uh, like a stainless steel one. With uh, like a vacuum, you know, so it keeps it keeps it warmer longer. Before that, I had a glass one. I don't know any notice any flavor differences that way. But so usually I drink one and a half French presses a day. Now this may like if you're a serious coffee connoisseur, this is gonna not, this is gonna maybe upset you. But usually the first cup of coffee I have every day is from yesterday's coffee. Well, not usually. But if I don't, then I'm in trouble because when I get up, uh, like, uh, usually I meditate. Or then I drink coffee. So if I don't have coffee that can be microwaved, one one minute and 15 seconds, that's how long I can, that's like uh, the temperature I take. It's. So usually the French press will have a half a half French press left. Usually it's like one and a half or two cups. And once I start that second cup, I'm boiling the water for my new French press, which I'll consume. Wait a second. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Maybe I drink uh, half. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I drink half of that. Yeah, no, that does make sense. So I guess I only drink one French press a day. It's probably not true because I don't make two a day. I'm not good at this math, uh, but sometimes like, uh, like when the water's boiled, uh, I'll still have extra salt, so fill up like a portable, because usually my portable mug that I drive with has coffee in it too. And I'll drink that. I don't like pouring coffee out. And one of the reasons is because if you run out of coffee or the water's not boiled and then you, and I don't have, like I get, I'm a real grouch. Uh, so I don't know. It might not be an ideal system, but it works for me 90% of the time. And so that's how I consume my coffee. I think that's about it. Like, then I make my second French press. By the time that's ready, I'm done. I'm out of yesterday's coffee. I learned this system from a woman I shared a cubicle with, Joan Kay, in Freeman. I don't know if anybody from the library is listening, but you, you know Joan. She's the best. And she taught me that system because we we, like, uh, work for the county that you know, you don't get, I don't think in many jobs you get free coffee except for these great tech jobs. I don't have one of those. Uh, so you buy your own coffee and we had coffee club. And I think for a long time, me and Joan were the only members. Uh, and I'm about as reliable, like, like, it's easier for me to just put $20 into the coffee club when I remember. So poor Joan's in this coffee club with me to begin with. Uh, but she taught me, like, we'd still make a full pot of coffee, and I'd be like, well, like, she she would get to work before me, and I'd be like, did you already make coffee? No, I'm drinking yesterday's coffee, and that happened for a few days or something, maybe when I was new. And then she, like, uh, like I said, well, that makes sense, like, uh, let's just drink yesterday's coffee first, and then we'll start to on today's coffee. Now, I don't work at Jones' location anymore, so I don't have that experience. So that's why I'm, like, uh, consuming my coffee differently. I just get up a lot earlier now so I can consume all my coffee before work and then on the way to work. Uh. So that's it about the co- my, me and coffee. Now let's get to Trader Joe's and coffee. So I really don't know what uh, – like, I saw I, – I remember seeing, like, some of their coffee-based uh, products during this promotion – I think they had a coffee-flavored JoJo that I thought about buying, but I didn't buy that because my main fear is if, if you can't have it, like, what if there's caffeine in it, right? Like, uh that's my whole thing with uh, coffee ice cream. I like it, but I'm like, well, I don't want to be up. Like, like so if it's uh for, like, the best time to eat ice cream is, like, around after dinner if the sun's still out. And I don't want to be stuck awake because I had so... So that's the thing, I avoid the, the coffee items. But there's two coffee items, uh, one I've been using for at least a year, is this, uh, they have a coffee rub for your meats and your fishes. And I think it's called, like, a coffee garlic barbecue rub. And I, I, I do like that rub, and I do have issues with it too. So whole, you know, Trader Giotto, you better cover your ears, uh, but, uh, it does scorch, uh, or burn, or maybe they're using the scorched coffee. I didn't even think of that until just now. And that maybe make my, make my blood scorch. But, um, like, so it's like a, it's something you put on like red meat. I, I put it on chicken and here's a pro tip, a uh, pro-am tip, uh, you know, put it on chicken thighs if you eat chicken. Uh, you buy like a pack of chicken thighs, and and then you like uh, put put this on there. Maybe throw some vinegar and olive oil in there as a marinade, and then you could do this with chicken breast. I'd probably pound out the chicken breast, so it's easier with chicken thighs. I realize we've had this conversation before. that chicken thighs have more fat than chicken breast, but they have more flavor, and they're also just way easier to cook. Um, they're way more forgiving because they have the fat content. So, marinate the chicken thighs, throw them on the grill, or, you know, if you don't have a grill, you can fry them or bake them or whatever on a Sunday or a Saturday, and then pack them up either individually or you can chop them then. I like to just put them in one container, so then you'll have about four, five, six uh, chicken thighs, and then you can have them for lunch either on a salad or in leftovers like the Blue Apron Like sometimes I'll have uh, some starch left over, whether it's potatoes or rice or a pasta. And then you just put pasta and chicken thighs uh, that are already flavored uh, and there's salt in there so that you're good to go. And then you can eat it cold or hot. Uh, You can reheat it. Uh, But the only thing is on the grill you have to watch because whatever something on there can get scorched and then it gives you a little bit of a bitter off flavor which I'm kind of adjusted to. It might be the garlic. uh, And I don't know if the Trader Joe's science team is probably not listening to this podcast or cares, but, you know, otherwise you'd have amazing product, but it's still a pretty good product. Uh, Then Trader Joe's uh, presented me with a challenge. Uh, And again, I don't know if it's going to be in this fearless flyer or not, but uh, a few months ago or maybe six months ago, they came out with this granola, Uh, which, of course, now I can't—like almond butter granola. So it's a bag of granola made with some sort of almond butter as part of the flavoring or the construction. I don't know. And I don't always eat granola every single day. Actually, usually only eat it on uh, Thursday mornings and then maybe Friday morning if I— need. but, uh, like, just because I'm in more of a hurry— but I really enjoy that with milk. Uh, Like, uh, that'll be a part of my breakfast, uh, or my main part. Uh, Or, like, like I I don't eat a lot of granola as a snack. Uh, I tend to just like it as a cereal. And it's, like, got uh, almonds in there and granola stuff. And I did look at the bag, and I think it has something like 9 grams of sugar a serving, so it's really not that high, um, I don't think. I mean, when you look at a soda, it's 30 grams, so... And I don't know what a serving is, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But it has it has a little bit of fiber in there. It has the nuts, so it has good uh, healthy fats. And it just tastes good. So that's been one of my things. I usually will buy it if I'm out of it. And it has a Ziploc bag, so it will usually last like a month uh, or three weeks that it takes me to eat a bag of it. But then as part of this coffee promotion, Trader Joe's had a um, like a coffee granola. And I said, well, boy, like I have, there you go, that that solves this conundrum. I have coffee in the morning, let me have this coffee granola in the morning. And I don't know what they called it, uh, but it was pretty good. It wasn't as good as the, uh, the al- almond butter one. And I can say that because I had the almond butter one, this is a Friday night, so I had it Thursday morning. And I said, yeah, this is my baby, I'm back. Uh, I said, I liked that coffee, it was was a good new taste, uh, the coffee granola, but almond butter, I'm back for you. And I don't know, like, uh, I just, like, I mean, that's just a personal preference, but it was a good granola, that one. Trying to think what other products, I I think there was a coffee scrub, I could try that if they still have it uh, the next time I'm there. I don't know, maybe I could sh- scrub my elbows or something. And I'm sure they had a lot of other coffee products, like probably like a, a new coffee, ice cream, Oh, those cold-brewed coffee drinks. Uh, I've thought about buying them, but I say, oh, boy. And I think I did buy one once, not there, but somewhere else, and I just felt like a... Um, and I know cold-brewed coffee is supposed to be smoother, or less astringent or something, and I get it, but it's like... Uh, I don't want to be upsold on something I'm used to paying a dollar eighty five for. So I think that's it. I guess I'll think if I think anything else I'll interrupt myself. So we let's take a look at this uh May twenty seventeen Fearless Flyer. On the cover it has two what are these drafts uh, talking? One says Joe, you've gone plaid. And if you mean I stand for excellent products at outstanding prices, then indeed uh, that's the comic. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't know if it's like super ironic. Uh, I guess Joe Trader Joe is the the giraffe though. Um, it says uh, always sticking our necks out in the name of value, which I agree. I mean, I love it. this is like pretty much free advertising for Trader Joe's. If they were paying for this, I probably could live off a few months of my entire life expenses for this. So, but I, I, I mean, it is like, uh, where I do all my shopping and yeah, I guess you got me. Like you play, like if Trader traded, this draft's playing me for a fool now that I realize it, uh, but whatever, it's a win-win situation, uh, because they think I have a crush on one of the Trader Joe's workers again. So, they, that, I mean, it is a win-win. So, let's see, what else? Uh, happy Anniversary Charles Shaw. So, that's for their two-buck Chuck wine, which is now two ninety-nine. Since I don't drink wine anymore, and my memories with Charles Shaw, I should probably just skip over that. But for anybody who doesn't have a Trader Joe's, uh a little late for me to explain it, but... Uh, I'll explain to you, Chuck, two-buck Sh- Chuck. And Tr- so Trader Joe's is a, uh, a supermarket where most of the products are store brand products, like Trader Joe's brand products. I have no idea. At some point I read an article, so I don't know if the Tesco or Aldi or like Trader Joe's is related to that. So the Europeans... uh we may be related to you in some way, uh, but I'm not positive on that. So again, you know, send, send a letter to uh, like a daytime podcast, uh, like um, uh, your cease and desists. But so that's what Trader Joe's is. They're known for having a very good bargain because, as I said, that's my marker five ninety nine for coffee. That's very drinkable. That's tough to compete. If you go to the mainstream supermarket. I think you, if you get out of there five you're lucky, but it won't be drinkable. Or you'll be, like, confronted with a choice, you know, or, or too many choices, whatever that's called. So, Two Buck Chuck is this Charles Shaw wine. And you could probably Google it. Um, but it's Trader Joe's is, like, massively purchasing, like, unsold wine or something from wineries. Uh, and then putting it in their own brand bottles. So, uh... They can sell it at a very low price. It used to be $2, so it's called two-buck chuck for an entire bottle of wine, and they have it in all the wine varietals, uh, and most of the time it would be drinkable. Sometimes I don't take it. Like, for me, it never mattered, so that's why I got to skip over it. I got to move on because, uh, yeah, it's just caused me. So let's see. Organic fair trade coffee. Oh, I don't drink anymore. That's in case anybody's like uh that's why I can't, I can't be talking about wine anymore. Holy cow. Luckily, the next item will totally take my mind off it. But So uh, not this item, but the one after it. Then they also have organic fair, fair trade coffee, 7 99 for a 14-ounce can. So that's, maybe I'll try that. That's the breakfast brew. The only thing is, I, like, I've bought other coffees from there. I'm so used to the French roast that uh, it's worrisome. But then here's an item I do, like chocolate chip sandwich cookies. Uh, and they come three ninety nine for an 8-ounce box, which I think has four of them in there. Uh, they're chocolate chip cookies with ice cream and uh, like a vanilla ice cream. Wait a second. Wait, this might be different. A thin, thin layer. Of chocolate filling is spread generously between two crispy buttery chocolate chip cookies very buttery is key here i'm gonna have to go over there and look at this uh the one i'm used to is kind of like the nestle Tollhouse ice cream sandwich cookies which are chocolate chip and they, they they just have two nice big soft cookies uh with uh ice cream and then they have uh chocolate chips around the outside too and those are delicious and they're just like the ones uh the brand name ones you know they're just good enough when you bite in it's not uh it, there's they're chewy and I know they're 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 five star must purchase product occasionally though you can burn out like right now I be honest I'm burned out of them and I haven't had them in like 6 months uh but for a while it was like my go-to comfort you know dessert so uh so that's the front page Then let's jump to the back page uh and this is some this some good bulk purchase items on here in in re- the items I do purchase uh so there's a three cheese pomodoro pasta sauce sometimes uh, simple's the best way uh this is a like a great example they say slow cooked olive oil garlic and basil parmesan romano and asiago and you know you could cook it up with something it's two ninety nine for a twenty five ounce jar and this is in my regular purchase rotation i think uh I'd have to see the good jar in front of me, but I'm pretty sure this is so when I make pizza every Friday, I make pizza with the uh, what is the the um cook's name? I don't know the person's name, but uh like the no need pizza dough recipe. I make my own pizza dough. I use the no need pizza dough recipe, Bon Appetit, uh, plenty of places to find it. And th- this is, but I don't use pizza. Well, sometimes I'll use Trader Joe's pizza sauce, but more often than not, I guess now I'm on a try rotation. So when I go to Trader Joe's, I'll, I'll like uh, every other week about, maybe every month, I'll either buy Trader Joe's pizza sauce that comes in a jar. Trader Joe's, and of course, I don't drink, but when you cook like a Trader Joe's a vodka cream a tomato sauce, doesn't have any vodka taste at all because uh, I, you know, I drank a bottle of it. You know, and I'm just kidding, but uh, it's a really nice creamy tomato sauce if you like a creamy tomato. And then the Suri Cheese Pomodoro sauce, all of them make great uh, uh, pizza sauces. And actually, you'd be surprised when you put a creamy tomato uh, if you're looking to impress anybody, they'll say, wow, this pizza sauce is different, but it's great. And, and like, they don't know it's creamy pasta sauce. Uh, no, not, not alfredo sauce. This is like a tomato-based sauce. Is uh, Now, you do need, if you are making your own pizza, make sure to have uh, garlic powder and onion powder. You can get garlic powder at Trader Joe's. I don't think you can get onion powder there. But anytime you're making pizza... And you're putting a store-bought sauce on it. It needs a little boost of a little sprinkle of garlic powder and onion powder. And again, that's going to be the thing that makes a real difference. Like if you want to impress your kids or uh, you know imagine, imaginary dates or whatever you do, you know, like uh, put my case studies aside. It, it makes it taste a lot better. And actually, I might as well go on because I do uh, bring these uh, pizzas to. Uh, well, especially like, uh, let's see, um, we'll, we'll, let me get in, I guess let's let's take a little tangent here because um, you, you can use these no-need pizza doughs if you have to go to, uh, like if you find out you have to go somewhere and bring a dish, uh, it makes it so easy. Now, here's some way to take what I'm saying and make it even easier and use Trader Joe's which is at Trader Joe's. And I think I've, I think this was one of my first, uh, real time recipe episodes. Uh, uh, yeah. So listen to it, but there's Trader Joe's in the frozen section is frozen naan. And they have a garlic naan and a regular naan, N-A-A-N naan. Like, uh, if you're eating an Indian restaurant, it's a wonderful flatbread, but it's frozen, but it's already baked, uh, and those make amazing last-minute pizzas uh, for, um, what is it called when you have to bring a dish? Uh, potluck, if you if you get invited somewhere. And here's how you make it for a potluck. And I think I've shared this on that real-time recipe episode, but it's really easy. You get the garlic naan. You get one of those three sauces I talked about. Make sure you have the garlic powder and the onion powder. And you heat your oven up as hot as it'll go. Then, uh, like, like uh, you get whole milk and mozzarella, and if you want another cheese blend, uh, that's fine. But buy the whole milk mozzarella, mozzarella ball, shred that, and then uh, usually you could cook it on, like, a, a sheet, whatever, a sheet pan. And you need olive oil, which hopefully you have at home. I just ran out. My life is, like, in a like chaos because I don't have any olive oil in the house. Uh, But put some olive oil on the sheet pan. If you have like a brush, spread it on there. Then put the naan on there. Then put the sauce on there with a spoon, just like you're making a pizza because you are. Then, like, also don't listen to these. If you, like, don't listen to the whole thing before you make your shopping list. Then put a cheese on or put the garlic powder and the onion powder. Then you're going to put cheese on there. Then to the side, what you're going to do, you're also going to buy basil and tomatoes. And then you're going to slice uh, thinly slice uh, round tomatoes and chop up some basil and garlic. Yes, you're going to use garlic twice, uh, unless you're going to somebody's house that hates garlic or something. And you're going to chop up or rip up the basil. And then you're going to make, so make a nice margarita pizza. So then you're going to put the tomatoes on the cheese. You're going to take that brush and you're going to brush the tomatoes with the olive oil. You're going to sprinkle some salt and pepper on the, you know, not too much, uh, but right on the tomatoes. So it's soaking into that olive oil. And then you're going to put the basil, on, like, on the tomato and on the cheese and stuff. And then the garlic uh, on the tomatoes and on the cheese. And then you're gonna stick it in the oven, and you know just keep an eye on it. I, I can't remember because I haven't. It's been a while since I made a margarita with the naan. but it'll cook pretty fast. You want your oven preheated for like thirty minutes at the top, uh, highest setting. Also, I'm not a chef, so don't take any of this as cooking advice. You know, legal advice or anything. Uh, but uh, that you bring that to a party, and you don't you don't even like uh, and you cut it into whatever size you can bring two. And, uh, it, you believe me, you'll be the bell of the friggin' ball, or you can listen to the real-time, epi- real-time episode, real-time recipe episode, probably a few years old. Cause you can also use the lavash uh, from Trader Joe's, but the issue with the lavash, it, lavash is you got to use it that week cause it, it's not frozen. The, the good thing about the, um, the naan is you keep it in the freezer so you can keep it in there for six months. And then, you know, every six months is about how often I leave the house you know, do something other than work on the podcast or go to work. So like that that's, you know, then I need it. I say, oh boy, I gotta bring something to this frickin' house. So that's this reach pomodoro sauce. Then there's also sea cell ridge potato chips, uh, which I think are probably good if you're like I guess for me, I'm not a big potato chip I'm not a big snacker. Uh, I mean like unless I'm like obscenely hungry I don't do a lot of snacking. I mean, except desserts, uh, after dinner and desserts. I'm a dessert lover. And it's not that I don't love snacks and potato chips. It's just like I'm so busy, like I don't really even have downtime to be like, oh, I could use a snack. But these do, like these kind of chips, again, I've talked about this on the Trader Joe's episodes before. You'll be surprised at how good a Trader, Ch- uh, uh, Trader Joe's potato chip Especially anything, I guess most of the potato chips, and maybe like, uh, you know, depending on the flavor, uh, go with, uh, what's this stuff called that's made from chickpeas? With hummus. But I with a ridge cut potato chip, you probably need like something, like maybe a little, what's that like, the onion one? Like a French onion dip, which I don't know if Trader Joe's, I bet you they do have French onion dip. So I would go with that, sea salt ridge potato chips. I haven't had them, but they sound good. As a matter of fact, I just don't like plain potato chips. I mean, I guess that's like blame it on the kettle cooked, you know, uh in overflavored chips. But a uh, plain potato chip without delivering some sort of topping, whether it be hummus or uh, French onion or some cheese. And again, maybe a plain potato chip and a cheese-based thing don't go together anyway. Uh, or whatever, you know, I don't, I don't know. That's just not who I am. I guess I'm a picky person, but here you go. Pack your, pack your wilds. Cause I'm going to really save you some money now. Maybe because, it, and maybe we're going down controversy lane because Trader Joe's sunscreen options are here. And I have multiple bottles of both of these the SPF lotion and the SPF 30 lotion and the SPF 50 spray. Now I will say this. Unfortunately, we don't live in Europe. In in uh, like like uh, so, we have to kind of, as consumers, uh, especially with you when you're a parent and you're constantly on the move, you kind of got to decide what you're going to consume and like uh, where you're going to anxiety is going to lay. And my anxiety always lays on the side of like uh, buy, have always have sunscreen and always have it on when you're outside. Now, we don't have the same sunscreen policies here as they do in Europe, and I think they're a little bit better in Europe. So I'm not 100% sold on these sunscreens, uh, but I don't want to get into it because I don't really know what I'm talking about, and I'm losing my voice. was uh, interesting. Big sunscreens just come in and, like, uh, made my voice go bad, but... Uh, but anyway, like, uh, so I buy both these sunscreens. The spray is, uh, they're both 5 99 and one is a spray because my daughter hates putting on sunscreen and one is a lotion and I i like the viscosity of the lotion. It's actually a very high viscosity lotion and, uh, I guess I have to put my, like, I don't know, like, uh. So I like keep like a spray and a lotion in the trunk of my car and in right by our front door. Uh, because then always you say, look let's slather some sunscreen on here. So and it's just five ninety nine again for the spray. Like otherwise at the big supermarkets you kinda gotta like uh you gotta go up and then you gotta see what's on special because usually like uh Again, you've got all these choices, and then you, there's, like, I, I don't know if there's a monopoly. Again, I, I'm always accusing these companies of monopolies, but it's more of a, a sunscreen oligarchy or whatever. And then you, like, say, well, that's eight ninety nine. That's 99 Then this is on Club Special. This is just easy. You get the spray and the lotion unless you only use one. Um, or, you know, you're really deliberate about your sunscreen, which, God bless you, if you are, like... uh I don't have the discipline to do that, and, and then you can get the sunscreen you want wherever if you're buying it on Amazon or from a local shop or whatever. But this is just like uh, for your harried consumer, just grab one of each, and then you got friggin' sunscreen. Like, uh, and if you're going on vacation, I don't know if you can take these on planes. Well, holy cow, five ninety nine. I mean, if you've ever been anywhere. And then you're like, holy cow! Like uh, that's a really good price for sunscreen, in my in my opinion. Okay, so let's uh, let's just run through here. Uh, so they have spiraling into me- meal time, uh, where they're talking about carrot spirals in their freezers. I haven't seen this. They talk about rice broccoli and rice cauliflower. Uh, there's, oh, I might have to try this. Two ingredients in every bag carrots and sea salt. Uh, they're steamed and cooked uh, and have an al dente texture. So, it's a, oh, I guess it's almost like a carrot spiral pasta. Pasta tenders they call it. Huh, interesting. I've never tried, and I never tried the riced uh, broccoli or carrots or whatever broccoli or cauliflower. So, I don't have any experience with those. Uh, Oh, you can cook them in a skillet from frozen. That's pretty nice that they're frozen. So maybe I'll try that. Uh, then this next one I have tried, Euro slices or gyro slices. Um, it's three ninety nine. I did buy these. I think gyros or gyros are one of those uh, things uh, that are better suited towards the professionals. Like uh, It's really hard to get all of the... Um, Like, you got to get the the cucumber sauce, and then you got to get the filling, and then you got to get the meat right. And I tried it, and I just couldn't do it. I think I tried it twice, but the meat is good. And Trader Joe's does have some decent pita and flatbread options. Um, But uh, so I don't, like, uh, I guess if you want to make your own Neros or gyros or Gyros, uh, go for it. The meat is good, but it's just, I think, the totally pulling it together... Uh, to me, it's risky. Teeny, tiny bag of avocados, two sixty nine for a bag of six. That's a pretty good price. I don't know how small they are. Um, it's one place that Trader Joe's, like, their avocados do feel pricey, probably because they're, like, uh, they're grown someplace locally or considerate. Like, but if you go to a big supermarket, uh, usually the avocados are a lot less uh, expensive and they're riper. And that's another issue I have with avocados is if, uh, if they're like, uh, not ripe, then I forget about, it. you know, you miss their window. Okay. Chocolate almond butter, butter tarts. I don't have that. Uh, that sounds a little bit too intense for my taste. Uh, Korean style barbecue sauce. I, I haven't had this. I think I've seen the bottle. Sweet and savory with a kick, uh, 2 um, two ninety nine. 99 uh, so I don't know, like, think about it, uh, Trifore Colore Pasta, three-color pasta, I don't know, now I look, for, when I buy my pasta, I'm looking at the, usually I look at the label to see uh, what the, um, I'm looking for like a multigrain or something that has, uh, what do you call that stuff, uh, fiber in it. So usually if I buy pasta, which is rare anyway, I, 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 like I'm not too worried about the color or the look of it. Uh, organic chicken drumsticks still $1.99 a pound. Now, now this one, oh boy, Trader Joe's. I feel bad sometimes. I used to buy these and for my daughter's dinner, if I was going to have, uh, like, a, like if I was going to have some other kind of chicken, I would buy her these drumsticks thinking that kids love, love drumsticks, but I think I just loved drumsticks as a kid. Uh, maybe because it reminded me, you know, I pretended I was a Viking. I'd never been to Disney theme parks, so it wasn't that idea of having that giant turkey leg, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just like, uh, like you think kids today, I don't want to say that, but like kids that are raised, like even me, I was kind of raised in the air of like uh, boneless, skinless chicken breasts and you know kids that that the like uh that were raised in that kind of environment wonderbred environment I'd say like Nancy if you're raised Nancy Reagan style no offense but uh you don't get exposed to like uh, bone and chicken in that experience which is actually more flavorful but also has other things like you got your car you know you got the skin you've got these other textures that kids might find unappealing and especially if you're not I I, I was buying them I'm like oh drumsticks are so easy to cook uh, but then I realized like well if you're only cooking drumsticks um otherwise they're not so but 1.99 a pound is pretty good if you if you can cook them right and and then I guess if you take the time to um marinate them okay so that's that uh, organic bo- broccoli florets in a bag I I buy my broccoli um I buy heads of broccoli I, I, for a while I was buying, um, and Trader Joe's doesn't make it anymore. And there was an off flavor sometimes. So I could see why they don't make it anymore. They did have a carrot, cauliflower, broccoli, and a steam in the bag. Uh, but it did. So then organic ranch dressing, uh, eh, like, uh, like, um, if you, if you like ranch, I'd go for it. But, uh, I don't know, I guess I save my ranch for restaurants. Uh, teriyaki seaweed snacks, I don't buy those. Uh, I don't know why, but uh three forty nine. I guess because it's like eating paper. Organic chia bars, um, let's see how much these are, Two ninety nine. Oh, for a five-pack, uh, I don't know. I guess chia is one that I've never gotten into. I guess it's really good for you, but... Um, I don't know. Again, I'm one of those people that the mouthfeel of chi is just not for me. Organic, uh, fair trade raw honey. I might buy this. I did buy, I don't know if it was this one, but I did buy raw honey. And I do, I'm trying to up my honey intake, because uh, I've been drinking. I committed also, I don't, th- I don't think this was like a New Year's resolution, but I've gone back on having, uh, what do you call that a iced tea for for my drink uh usually like instead of caught, like around 10 or 10 30 i'll drink a iced tea until lunch and i'll put a little honey in there yeah so i think i've had this honey in there i try to make a simple syrup of honey did i talk about this in a podcast episode or maybe just with the friends uh uh, because that way I know it's like I can pour it right in, like I use like a thermos and I put a, uh, actually I buy my Trader like I get like a half a Tajava or whatever it's called, which is a black iced tea. And then Trader Joe's, I think I've talked about this, I think I talk about it maybe in another podcast episode, and then I buy, uh, Trader Joe's has these jugs of uh, half green tea, half white tea with mint so I'll make, uh, half green tea, half white tea, half black tea, and then lem- like, uh, lemon and then, uh, honey, but the simple syrup honey, uh, I haven't quite figured out that recipe yet, but it, but it just it makes it easier to pour, you know, if your honey, uh, isn't, isn't flowing and, and to like dissipate within the drink, um, organic argan oil, don't know what that is, uh. I think it's for your body, seven one 1.7-ounce. 7 Probably wouldn't get that. Uh, there's a pirate on here. He says, aye, we've sailed the seas to bring you Argo oil. I see the cold brew latte dessert bars, uh, frozen treat. I might actually get that. But, again, that would be the issue of uh, when are you going to drink it. Uh, French ice cream, that's uh, good. Seafood paella. I'm allergic to shrimp. uh So I try to avoid, and I try to avoid, or I'm allergic to shellfish. uh, So that probably is not my thing because it probably has uh, shellfish in there. Mac and cheese pizza bowl. Pizza, mac, and cheese. Uh, That sounds interesting. Uh, I haven't even seen that in the store. I'd have to think about trying that. Barbecue chicken pizza. Trader Joe's does, have, like, I, I, like I think frozen pizza when you're buying in a store is just, like, uh like that's a desperate move. Uh, like, you can ask yourself the question on your own, no matter if you get the ones that are supposed to be rising in your oven or they're just frozen and you just cook them. Have you ever had something, a pre-made pizza from a supermarket that's been better than tolerable? And I would say the answer is no. And, and the only ones I've had that have been decent have been Trader Joe's has like a Greek pizza. And it's never, the consistency and mouthfeel are only tolerable. But it has like, this, like a different Greek, like olives and stuff that I wouldn't replicate at home. And olives always pack a very flavorful punch. uh uh, Mediterranean, maybe it's called the Mediterranean pizza, but like uh, that one is decent, uh, but mostly because it's so flavorful. So take it from me, just avoid that. Sriracha pots stickers that has um, shellfish, uh, roasted corn with coheated cheese. Uh, that sounds uh, like these are, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know, is that frozen? We're selling it in fourteen ounce bag, yeah. So it might be frozen. My freezer's always full, so that's one issue. Uh, Vegan tikka masala. Tell you if you want to make like uh, uh, these. I think this is the one that's really popular. uh, People buy it by the case, uh, but I don't know if I've ever had it. Uh, Raspberries, whole pineapple. Uh vegetable spring rolls those are the kind of vegetable spring rolls might be good for your kids' lunch if you want to mix it up uh green onions ninety nine cents a bag if you start working with uh blue onion, you're really gonna start to get hooked on green onions so that's good. Fresh spring rolls so there's another spring roll option oh here's something I have southwestern chopped salad so like uh, I do sometimes buy salad kits and this is one I bought. And it had a little bit too much uh, going on with it. Um, it had cheese. It had pepitas like pumpkin seeds. It had a sauce. And it had. It was like a chopped up salad, like, a, like it says a chopped salad. And it was just a little bit too, I don't know, it didn't do it for me. And my daughter absolutely loathed it. I mean, I think maybe the issue was this. A chopped salad, but it has toppings. Like, the main thing that catches toppings are the leafy greens. Um, So if it's chopped, it's just a big mess. And especially I eat my salad on a plate. So so that might be an issue with the chopped salad. If you're in a bowl, you might be in better shape because you could be spooning it and getting everything. But on a plate, like, I guess I need the structural integrity of leafy greens. Hearts of Palms medallions, I don't know what that is. Uh, living Butter Lettuce, uh, sounds interesting, but it sounds like, a, like, uh, I don't know, like, that you're, like, uh, sound, I don't know, but no, like, uh, okay, let's just move on, uh, Heavenly Villaggio Marzano Tomatoes in a bag. I'll probably get those this week. I haven't tried them, but I love, the, Trader Joe's has a couple other small plum tomato options, uh. And, you know, the canned tomatoes you're supposed to buy are the San Marzano tomatoes. Uh, they cost more, but they're supposed to taste more. Fresh mozzarella. I love fresh mozzarella, but I don't buy it because um just a little too spendy. Uh, Persian cucumbers, sweet and seedless. It sounds wonderful for a salad uh, topping option. Uh, just a handful of olives. uh uh, that's like for an ladder. Pl- platter, so if you're having a, a, a pot party, that might be a good option. Wait a second, they're 99 cents, uh, so that might be a snack size. Two serving package, uh, oh yeah, so, uh, dried Montgomery cherries, that's another option for your salad topping, sweet and tart. You might have to chop those up uh, to talk about a bunch of wine. Uh, eight fl- sunflowers for three ninety nine, So that's a pretty good deal, you know, because you could, you could spread them around. You could give four people two sunflowers, seven people at work. Uh, how about that? Bring them to work. Just spread them around. I've always meant to buy flowers at Trader Joe's. I just haven't, uh, unless I was in a desk, you know, where I needed them for something, uh, which, you know, that doesn't. Uh but they're a pretty good price, three ninety nine for petite bouquets. Uh Angus beef ground beef patties. Um you're better off just making your like just buy ground beef or uh make your own patties. Uh choice premium ribeye steaks. I have bought steaks at Trader Joe's before. They tend to be pretty decent. Uh, jerky, uh, I haven't had much luck with. They keep making me do that. Bavette steaks, uh, craft beer marinated Bavette steaks, uh, I haven't seen that one. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that. Fresh cheese tortellini. Now that's another real-time recipe we did. Uh, $2.99, uh, for a 10-ounce package. That's a pretty good deal. And that, that'll make a tasty, uh, a tasty meal. Even if, if you just have some, like, bacon, or something else, and then that three-cheese pomodoro sauce, they said. That would be good with uh, chicken. Salsa verde. I do like the salsa verde. If you're making those um, uh, chicken thighs in a a pan and you're, like, frying them, you could, like, uh, deglaze the pan with uh, that, and then it adds a really nice sauce. It thickens up. Uh, jalapeno chicken sausage. I haven't tried that. That sounds a decent, or could be. Grilled chicken strips, you just do that yourself. Whole grain, crisp bread, trail mix. Trader Joe's has decent trail mix. Uh, like The thing with trail mix is you just got to remember where you put it, and then make sure you're eating it, consuming it on a regular basis. Uh, Triple cream brie, that sounds good. Ooh, artichoke jalapeno dip, that sounds pretty good. I haven't had that though. Uh, raw pistachio nut meats, uh, simply nutty bars. I was buying those last year. My daughter didn't like them and they're $4.99, uh, for five of them. So then afterwards I said, these are a dollar a bar, but they're pretty good. They're mostly nuts. Uh, so yeah, this is like the nuts section of the Fearless Flyer. He says, speaking of nuts scoots, uh, refresh body wash. I tried that. I didn't like, uh. Doesn't it's not very good for bubble like if you get a body wash and you have a kid, it better make a good bo- bubble bath. Uh, no offense, uh, but like uh, you'll you won't get my money if I buy a body wash. You know you can fool me once uh, and maybe I'll forget like after a year or two, and buy it again. But if you if you if you, you uh, I don't use a body wash, but if I buy it, then maybe I will once in a while I'll say Ooh, I'm using a body wash instead of soap. Man, this is a Look at world, you know, but most of the time I'm using it for a bubble bath for my daughter. Maybe she uses it to clean herself. Maybe just sits up there. I don't know. But if you, like, uh, if you're giving me limp, like low bubbling, uh, it, it just drives I said, what the heck did I, you know, how much did I, how much soap did I just put in there? I mean, it is reassuring to give your kid a bath, like put a kid in a bath, uh, with soap in there cuz then you say well maybe they'll counteract the, you know when they're peeing in there you know at least you'll like at least they'll stay even cuz you'll have the citrus smell but if you have the bubbles then you don't even have to see it and the kids can play with the bubbles so I think I remember that not having great bubbles low calorie lemonade i make my own lemonade when i remember with uh just make a simple syrup with uh, lem- like uh lemon juice, I think it's like one cup of sugar, half a cup of water, half a cup of lemon juice, and then some lemon rinds, Uh, melt the sugar, leave it to sit, and strain out the rinds, uh, or whatever you call that, zest, they call it, it's really the rinds, Uh, I guess you're zesting the rinds, Uh, zested rinds, Uh, but that's good, and then you can make a low calorie or high calorie, just depends on how much you add. I like a limeade, but I think they do have a low-carrier limeade. Sunflower oil, I don't know what that is, don't have it. Mexicali salad, uh, maybe I'll try that. Uh, Cultured salted butter, that sounds fancy. Uh, oh, Oh, almond Danish pastry, I've been looking for this, I haven't seen it. I love that thing. So when they have that, uh, I think that's the one I like. It comes in like, oh, that's the Kringle. Uh, I guess that's, maybe that's different. Um, I love that Kringle. They have it at the holidays. So, uh, you've heard me talk about it. I'll, I'll eat it over. I cut it into four sections. Maybe it's two sections. Yeah, no, and then I freeze half of it. Uh, it. Oh, man, that is the best. It's like a Danish, uh, but better because it's from, Dan- you know, it's a Danish pastry. Uh, pine nuts. My daughter's allergic to those. Uh, almond butter granola. You already heard it from me. That stuff is great. Uh, so for three forty nine for a twelve ounce bag. Really over time here, so I'm giving you like a lot of. But I want to get through this birthday cake candy bar. I don't want to buy. It. I'll definitely buy that. I never. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, man, I might drive there right now. Uh, just for that. Uh, marshmallows. I, I still have marshmallows that are a couple of years old in my cupboard. You know, I'm afraid to even open the bag. Honey graham crackers. Like, uh, I, I personally, I think s'mores are overrated because this is other s'more uh, than they have chocolate. I think s'mores are more about the anticipation and the production and the consumption. It just, Or maybe it's just that uh, I've never had a s'more... I think I, I, I tried, like, the cinnamon um, uh, graham crackers once, thinking that would help. I think it's just the dryness. Maybe it's just getting the chocolate wrong. I don't know. Um, Four-pack of pineapple juice, uh dollars Sometimes I'll buy that and have that, like, a mocktail with the pineapple juice and uh, coconut water. And that tastes pretty good. Unsweetened sweetened sunflower seed spread. I don't know what that is. I do have sunflower seed butter, though, uh, that I do eat in the morning. Your toast, uh, that's just a bunch of different breads. Uh, Here's healthy and delicious uh, hummus. It tastes great with chips, I tell you that. Cream cheese, uh, pastrami-style salmon. Those are good for if you're having a brunch. Get some capers, though. Everything but the bagel. That's a bagel seasoning blend. I uh, haven't tried that. Irish breakfast tea, that sounds good. Organic coconut almond chia cereal, not a chia fan. And coffee. So that's it. That's it. was a Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer review and, you know, mostly me chatting by chatting you up. But I hope, you know, that it can carry you forward to your next shopping journey. Thanks for listening and good night.